Welcome to episode 196 of In Touch with iOS. In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, and Apple TV and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How you doing, Warren? Uh, easy for you to say. Yeah. I'm good. Tongue type. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a two podcast, and 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 well, normally the wife is still here. She doesn't get back until a week from tomorrow. More podcasting so for you. You should see me next week. Yeah. Yeah, more more pie. It's, you know, literally, it's just you know, I'm home alone with the dog. It's just nice to talk to humans. So there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nice to talk to as close to humans as possible. And this is as not even going there. But uh, yeah. Jeff Gamet's back on the show. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great, and it's awesome to be here with you. And Warren, I'm glad we can be part of yes, your support we, team. We're giving some some uh, emotional yeah. support, I think, and. uh Definitely need to and that voice back on the show uh, is uh, Guy Searle. How you doing, Guy? Hey, Dave. Nice to be here. And hi, everybody. Hi, Uncle Nick. <laughs> hi. We're glad you're all here this week. Uh, got lots, plenty of stories this week. It's been a pretty active week there in the Apple world. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how, where, how the iPhone SE is. Uh, it's been out for a while and uh, how it's been doing since its release. Um, some iOS 15.4. I even got some CarPlay stuff I'm going to talk about this week, uh, as well as uh, some other stuff. But there's all kinds of things to talk about this week. So let's uh, dive right in. And uh, yeah, Apple had a bit of a problem this week. Apple Music, app, the App Store, other Apple services were experiencing outages again. It happened twice this week uh, as we record Apple services appear to be back on uh, uh, back online, but there was two outages in one week, uh, and the system status page did display outages across the board. I, I even got the notification that my uh, private relay was shut off and said uh, it'll turn back on when it's when it's ready. So uh, mm-hmm. very, very strange, and 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 there really no has Apple really never never gave any much of any explanation other than maybe they had some server issues. I'm not sure. Jeff, did you hear anything that I that I, that I missed? I, I didn't hear anything that that you you've missed, but considering the number of U.S. based companies that offer some sort of online yeah. service that were having the same problems, hmm. yeah, you know, I don't want to say it's aliens, <laughs> but no, but no, I don't want to say that it's um, uh, cyber warfare hmm. happening. But you got to kind of yeah, wonder, especially with what's going on in Ukraine right now, hmm, Russia. Computers be computers. The you know things happen. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. lots of coincidences. It just just so. seems just seems yeah. like it all at the same time. But it, it was it was a sporadic outage. I mean, I didn't really notice too too many tro- too much troubles. I didn't. Yeah, it wasn't it. much. It was a pain in the butt. Fry cloud. But that's because I was actually trying to do things that rely on Apple yeah. services. Oh, while that's the problem. Yeah. Don't do uh, I well lesson learned. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There was there was a joke I saw. Somebody was going, man, those people that use Apple Maps, both of them, they must have had a real problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, glad the services are back. Yeah. We haven't have there hasn't been anything uh, since. So um next story. AirTag stalking controversy leads to Tile to add its own anti-stalking feature. Hmm, that's interesting. The air hmm. the AirTag stalking controversy, which forced Apple to, of course, to beef up uh, protections offered against misuse of track of the tracking device, has led Tile to follow uh, 
Apple's example. Uh, Tile has announced a scan and secure feature, which allows anyone to check for the presence of its own trackers, uh, though it, in a clunkier fashion than Apple's safeguards. Um, and we know the background. We've talked about this before. The whole thing with the AirTags were being put placed in, in, in conspicuous places like women's purses and cars and such, and they were people were able to track it. So, and Apple did re- react to this. Um, but uh, a Tile's response, finally. I mean, and I know, I know, Jeff, you've been a Tile user for a while. What did you think of this? This was this is uh, <laughs> this is something that uh, they it was a long time coming. It was a long time coming, and uh, and. I cannot say good for you, Tile, for finally doing the right thing because they had no intention of ever doing the right thing except that uh, someone finally realized, I'm assuming, that with with uh, all the focus on Apple and AirTags, that eventually enough people were going to be doing like, like I was doing and calling out Tile that it was going to be a problem for them. So... I think it's more of a flex. I think it's more as yeah, they weren't going to do it at all. And they're only doing it now because, oh, you know, Apple's getting all this media coverage about like how strong their network is. And nobody cares about the tile because nobody's going to find how, hey, why don't we do the same thing? This way people would think our tiles. Yeah, actually, uh, except, yeah. except you, you, when that's like your one and only product, I don't think you want to call out flaws with with your one and only product and and well, as i recall this particular you know the, the basically the way it works is you have to go to their app to check it instead of what apple does which is basically alert you through notifications unless that there's android, unless that there's android okay well That's only most people that, yeah I, most people that use this too. right so if you use if you use android it's right. You have to download something, I think, for it to notify you that you're being tracked. I believe because it's for, for air tags, right? For air tags, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But then, but then I thought about it even more, and I thought, well, if everybody in the car had Androids, it's, the air tag doesn't work anyways because you need the iPhone's network to, to find it. So, well, there'll be other people around that that are on the same network. Well, I thought Android Android is um, supposed to have uh, have I can, you may have to install the app in order to be able to to track a rogue. Right device, but, but you need an iPhone. You need an Apple device for the oh, right, network to work. So if I put an AirTag, so like my 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 in-laws are all Android users, and if I stuck an AirTag in their car or their house, it's useless because they don't have anything Apple. Hmm. Well, right. Well, this gets a good news, I guess, for Tile. But uh, I stopped had not used Tile for quite a while, and I, I think most of us who are listening here probably use AirTag. So. A little, little late to the game, t- Tile. We'll see how that goes. Um, a yeah, little late. A, 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 years late. Years yeah, late. Very years late. So, uh, Next story. Hmm. Apple stores can now upgrade, update the firmware on second-generation AirPods. Uh, late 2021, Apple stores and app-authorized service providers gained access mm-hmm. to a new uh, firmware upgrader, updater diagnostics tool for updating a customer's AirPods Pro to the, uh, to the latest version when necessary. Uh, Mac rumors got an internal memo uh, that uh, Apple's announced that the tool is now capable of updating the firmware of the second generation AirPods as well. Uh, both the AirPods Pro and the second gen AirPods are now listed as supported models, but not the third generation AirPods, at least not yet, or the AirPods Max. Uh, the tool allows a technician to access Apple's service uh, toolkit too to install the latest firmware. 
and a customer's AirPods in certain scenarios, uh, such as if a customer's left or right AirPod fails to update or the customer's in using a non-iOS companion device. Well, good to see, I guess. Um, not, not not a big uh, earth-shattering story here th- for this, but, uh, you know, we've got uh, the firmware eventually gets updated. We never, we don't really just have any control of it. Yeah. Well, why is it why is it that they can easily do it with the watch, but not the AirPods through the phone? Yeah, I don't know. It's it just it's you know I mean because most of the time, just like your watch is is tied to your phone. Well, most of the time your AirPods are also tied to your phone. Because the watch has so a why screen. not just do the same kind of update? Because the watch has a screen. It can see what's going on with the AirPods. Well, oh, yeah, like but a, you you still have to initiate. You have to initiate the update through through your phone. Right, and the, the whole I mean the whole pods and don't so have a screen. You just do the same thing with the I mean, AirPods. Yeah, hang on. Um, that's true. Did you see? I, you didn't list in the article, but did you see with the latest iOS and watchOS? You could um, supposedly, and I'm not brave enough to try it. But if you brick your Apple Watch, supposedly it will come up with a um, the watch will come up with an icon, and it will try to restore it. Yeah, now. we talked about that uh, last week. I think they they added the restore. Yeah, did you? They, they had the restore feature that they added uh, right from uh, right from that menu. I'm Imagine the guy, the guy working at Apple, that they just hand him a whole box of, of like, bricked watches, yeah, and say, "Okay, come up with some way that we can make these oh, not bricked." Makes that makes it a lot mail. easier. I, they used to have to mail it. They, I told you once, I bricked one, and they're like, "We have to send it back to Apple," and they have to crack open the glass and do something, and then re reseal the glass. That that yeah. was a process up until this point. And then here's a guy in a big long coat going, "It's alive! It's alive!" <laughs> what, what do you, what do you think, Jeff? Off, thinking that's an okay system for for dealing with uh, with a failed beta software update on yeah. a watch. What the yeah. hell? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's completely unacceptable. And uh, and apparently, I'm just going to bag on everyone tonight. Why do you have to have a tool, a software tool that's available only to developers or or to Apple uh, support people to update firmware on AirPods? Why is that just not an option on your iPhone and your Mac? But there's a trick. I mean, you can do it like, right. They tell you the tricks. Like, um, no, it should be a trick. trick. But the tricks. The tricks never work, right? It says put it, you do a dance, you put them in the case, you take them out of the case, you make the, the top flip up and down a few times. Yeah, a, B, a, B, like an left, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you, and well, then you, you make, shake them all you around. The AirPod, you make the AirPod case talk like, give me firmware update. And <laughs> like, yeah, like a gonna, horse code. Gonna, <laughs> 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 I knew that was coming. I didn't have my oh. AirPods to do it with. Oh. But, um, Everybody's opening their iPad, AirPods cases for those of you listening here (laughs) for laughing. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's screwing up their uh, screwing up their continuity with it um, because we. But real fast is I've never gotten an AirPod update that. I even ever noticed. No, it's always in the background. To be honest with you, unlike HomePod. Yeah, but it's never done anything. It never did anything that I actually noticed that it did ever. Almost yeah. like the uh, home. Almost like the uh, Apple. All right, let's let's move on to the next story here. Um, uh, the rumor. Yeah. This is Jeff. This is a rumor. Kuo uh, uh, is saying that Apple Watch Series Three may finally, finally be discontinued upon its fifth anniversary. And 
quarter three of 2022. Apple may be finally discontinuing the Apple Watch Series 3 when it reaches five years of age uh, in the third quarter of 2022. And uh, according to re- reputable analyst Ming Chu Ku, I think that's how you say it. Ming, Ming Quo, Chi, that's Quo. it, Quo, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's rumors. In a tweet, he says the Apple Watch uh, Series 3 may reach its end of life. Uh, because the computer power isn't able to meet its requirements. Hmm. I seem to remember that people have a bit of a struggle anytime they want to do an update that they got to wipe the, the watch completely and then reinstall it from scratch because there isn't enough space on the darn thing with the latest uh, OS that, that, it's, that it supports. It should have happened three years ago. Yeah, it, it really should. Yeah, let, me check say, that, let me check that on my, uh, my, my yeah. iPad version 2. Yeah. I would I would say this rumor eventually has to come true, but you know it's it's I say that I've been saying that for three years yeah. now because Tim Cook Jr. says Watch Three still available. It's it doesn't actually even make sense why they're doing it. Right, like why first the difference between a Watch Three and yes. the Four I think was a big difference. Right? Yeah, I, if I remember right, the mm-hmm. change yeah, at it was. that point. Um. And I mean, it's as you said, it's it's it, you're so much better just getting the I'd SE. Say the SE anyways, is right? the better like deal, the and it's not terribly much more expensive. Yeah. So, what do you think, Jeff? Well, I'm just going to keep bagging. Um, so first, <laughs> why does everyone think Ming Chi Kuo is uh, is some sort <laughs> of? Uh, uh, Soothsayer wizard, he gets I, so I much wrong. Much press. He gets Not like so Mark Herman. He gets but so I much come up with this rumor too. Yeah, I could come up with this rumor too. Uh, you could. Uh, eventually, nobody the, holds uh, nobody holds any of these analysts' feet to the fire. When eventually, the Apple wrong. Watch Six will be discontinued too, and probably the Seven. What? Um, no, you heard it here first. <laughs> Warren has first. the inside yeah, scoop. Yeah, but. Seriously, why is the Apple Watch Three still available? I just don't get it. And uh, and Warren, you nailed it. It should have been gone yeah. years ago. Two years. I'm surprised. Three tops. They, they yeah. well, see what happens. It, it, they see must have happens. like. It, it must be a supply. I mean, honestly, they must have like a surplus of it somewhere. I, <laughs> I, I can't imagine they're like. We can't get rid of the damn things. You think they're making more of them? Like, I think they're, they're making they're more. Um, the the cost for Apple to make an Apple Watch three is so low now because they have recouped all the expenses that right. they incurred developing the the model. So it's a super cheap product for them to make, and apparently enough people have been buying them that they that it's been worth it to continue making them. But then that's doing a disservice to Apple customers that are buying this because they're buying an outdated, hobbled product at this point. All right. Right. Soon to be in boxes of crackers. All right. I don't even even see it on the to buy it though. Well, let's go. Let's go ahead and move on. It's one nine. So it starts at one. It starts at one ninety nine. Is what it starts at, which is crazy. And a slap in the face. And you're crazy to buy. Uh, next story: Some iPad Air five users are complaining that about creaking and build quality downgrade. Some fifth generation iPad Air users are complaining, complaining about a purported downgrade in build quality. According to some sources on social media, complaints are claimed that the, Air, the iPad Air has a noticeably thinner aluminum enclosure, resulting in creaking, a hollow sensation in the hand, and light pressure on the back of the device, warping uh, the display. Hmm. You're seeing a lot of the posts like this. 
like you can do with every yeah, single yeah, iPad exactly. app was ever made. Squeeze oh. it, and you can get the display yeah, to distort. I mean, yeah, come on, Jeff. You're, you're, you're ragging yeah. on everything so far. Let's, let's continue this on. Let's go. All right. I'll no, I mean, this is crazy. Please, yeah, ahead, people. Yeah. It, um, the, I don't think there's any problem with the, the iPad Air 5. And uh, it, there are enough of these produced that you are going to get a few that get out in the wild that have a build quality yep. problem. And that's going to be the exception, not the rule. And if you really want to have a tablet device to complain about, go ahead and buy an Amazon <laughs> yeah. with its plastic body. They actually catch fire too. No. Yeah, uh, mine hasn't yet, but um, I never set it on stuff like stacks of paper because <laughs> you know. Well, why, why risk it? It's called Kindle. Yeah, it has Kindle and Fire right in the name. Exactly. Uh, it, you should appreciate, yeah. be able to understand what it is you're buying. Didn't oh, one of the, the iPads have? Didn't one of the iPads have a, a bending? Yeah, I remember they were, they were doing bending on it, on, and on someone on. would actually bend it. And oh, look, it's bent. Well, of course, it's going to be bending if you if you force bend it. Well, the, actually, some people set it out of the box. They put it right on the table, and if you put it right on the table out of the box, you can kind of see like. Yeah. you know space underneath people are going to find flaws remember. no matter what you do so let's uh, go ahead and move on to the next story here uh apple officially launches digital ids in arizona more states coming soon uh at first uh, at after first announcing digital ids support in ios 15 last year uh, the first state has gone live with the feature arizona residents can officially add their driver's license or state id to the app the wallet app on the iphone apple watch um and Apple is thrilled with the fact that the, the Arizona is the first state to be able to do this. And 30 states have been exploring the option. So I am going to venture to think that it's going to be years before they can get almost all every state in the United States uh, on board with this. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, what do you think? This has been always this. We've been talking about this since iOS 15 came out. And I, I just it just continues to baffle me why why this isn't happening. It's not that big of a deal, but some people may not like it, and, they, and that's great. Then, then don't, don't, then don't use it. It's, yeah, then don't use it. Uh, yeah. the, the big problem here is not Apple; it's the states. The states. Yeah. And yeah, and it's it's frustrating because each state does its own thing, and and like here in Colorado, they poured I don't know how much money, but a, a, an ungodly sum of money into some company that made the crappiest like a, a electron app or something mm-hmm. like that for uh for the the state mobile id app and uh, and it's garbage i mean it, it it just sucks ass it's that bad and uh, and so in colorado I mean, they're not going to turn around and and then adopt Apple's uh, digital ID thing because there's already been so much money invested in this uh, boondoggle version that uh, no one is going to feel good about uh, about switching over right away. So, yeah, this is going to be a very slow process, yeah. and it's going to be a, this hodgepodge thing. And uh, and don't forget, just because a state says we're adopting it, does not mean that every jurisdiction within the state will really be right able to it. use it. County by county, I'm sure it'll happen right after Kazakhstan has it. Mm, mm. Yeah, probably. probably. All right. I mean, the small so the smaller countries could do it. 
better. Like like my son lived in Dublin, and during COVID, they actually you know have their everything on on digital because it's small and they could do it. The America, which is what they should have done in the yeah. beginning, right here. But the problem, even with driver's license here, is we're big. We got states, and honestly, technology is doesn't you know the this kind of technology might not last as long as it takes for this to be implemented everywhere. So, um, I mean, you, you know, we're talking for, for all the states to get on board, we're talking years and years and years. Right. And, you know, you, you, you're taking a gamble of whether a iPhones or, or Android is going to be around. Cause who knows? I mean, I, we think they will in 20 years, yeah. but you never know, um, you know, whether it changes to something different. Um, you know, it's in states to want to invest the money on something that may not last forever and paper lasts forever. Yep. Sort of. All right. Let's, sort of. Let's uh, move on. Uh, next story. UK Apple card could maybe on its way as Apple buys British credit checking company. Brits have been wondering since they, when they would might see a UK Apple card. I know many of our friends have been complaining for, for a few years that they don't have the option like we do in the United States. Uh, this was, of course, launched in the U.S. back in 2019. A new report today suggests that the company may now be preparing the, the ground. Apple has acquired a U.K. startup company, which takes a new approach to assessing the credit worthiness of financial applications. Credit Kuos, which is a U.K. open uh, bank startup uh, that helps lenders make better decisions, has been acquired by Apple. And they don't. there's no details of the, of the, uh, of the uh, deal, but uh, this is an interesting thing to see. And I think... Uh, like our friend, our friend Patrice is probably going to be very happy with this. I know, I know she'll she'll, she'll say something about this, but uh, I hope it happens for them. Oh, and Caswell as well, yeah, yeah. What do you think, I? Yeah, uh, it should have happened long ago. Um, of course, like with digital rights management of content, you know, every country has their own way of doing things, and if the way Apple wants to do it isn't in line with the established banks and all the rest of that, then you're going to get pushback. And, and that's basically what's happened in the UK. You know, the, the banks there are, are, you know, watching what happened here in the States and in Australia yeah. and some of the other places that have adapted the, the Apple card. And they're like, you know, that's money out of our yeah. pocket, even though it really isn't, but it just takes time for these banks to uh, kind of get in line. And usually when one does it, all of a sudden they all have to do it. What do you think, Jeff? I, I think people are being premature thinking that uh, this purchase means that. See, I'm still no, bagging on everything. Pro- I probably would agree yeah. with you, Todd. Uh, I, agree. I agree with you. I don't. I don't. Yeah, th- I mean, this, there's a few things going on with this, and I'll say it after you, but go ahead. Okay. So uh, then, then I'll make my part short because, Warren, I, I really want to hear uh, what, what you have to say about this. Um, so buying a <laughs> company that does credit checks is not the same thing as making a credit card available. This is about what Apple doing, like I said, you, you have to have a bank deal. And, uh, and so Apple needs to have a partner, like they have Goldman Sachs right. here in the United States. They need to have that, uh, that card uh, management issuing company uh, in every country. So, Doing something like this, sure, this can streamline certain things that Apple does, but it's not necessarily tied directly to the um, um, uh, credit card. And it may actually 
be and I, and Warren, I hope I'm not stealing something you're about to say. Probably. It may actually be related more to this rumor that Apple is going to start offering um, subscription to hardware. Well, hold that thought because we are going to talk about that. Yeah. So, but that's a good point there. Okay, what, what do you think, Warren? What Jeff said mostly, what I agree with, but um, you know, Goldman Sachs. Apple didn't no, buy Goldman they're a partner. Sachs and they partner with them. And, and and I would even say they're probably even like a, a minority partner with them on this one. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Like, I'm sure you're right. They're, I'm sure they, you know, it's not like it's the Apple card. It's, it's Goldman Sachs card with an Apple logo on it for the most right. part with even when you go to Apple support, it kind of routes to them to Goldman Sachs anyways. Right. So, um, so, I mean, the UK has banks, they have Barclays, they have uh, Lloyd's and all that good stuff. And, you know, but, but to, to be honest with you, I think America's credit cards, from what I remember, does more of this kind of like rewards and cash back UK and things like that. Because I don't really remember UK, UK doesn't really do that as much. Of course, they also don't have like the same kind of interest rates we do right. there, and, and there's a bunch of differences between the credit cards here and there. But um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I know if you if you live in the UK and you want to buy something on a credit card, you you could do it uh, right now when you don't need the Apple card right. to do it. So all right, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, next story. This uh, this is uh, interesting. Twitter for iOS now lets you easily create the. GIFs or GIFs using your iPhone camera. Uh, 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 Twitter announced it's launching a new way for users to post their own GIFs uh, by creating them within the in-app camera on iOS devices. Uh, According to a Twitter support account, more than just sharing GIFs, the iPhone can now create their own animated images with the app following these simple steps. You go in and select the camera icon and go into creating a new tweet, and then you share it with your followers. That's kind of cool. See that Twitter is actually going to go through and uh, add. They seem like they're adding more features uh, to the iOS app. Uh, what do you think, Warren? I don't tweet, so okay. Yeah, I Warren, think is. That this is mm-hmm. this is more along the lines of trying to recapture some of the market share that they've lost because of TikTok. Yeah, I, I don't know. I check Twitter once in a while, but. So I, I wouldn't even know, but uh, I wonder if you could create a GIF using your camera and, and use it elsewhere because that would kind of be neat too. I would think you Other could probably could TikTok save the save the save the file. So, do you have thoughts, Jeff? Meh, meh. Okay, <laughs> we we already have uh, uh, Jiffy and uh, and Skippy. several other services, and um, okay. yeah, so. Okay, that's great. That's Whatever. Good to move on here. Uh, this story is uh, about the TSA traveling uh, in the airports. TSA is now going to allow some passengers to use their iPhone to get through security. Uh, this uh, this option is currently available for pre-check flyers at the Phoenix airport, but they're planning for rapid expansion in other states in the United States. Uh, going through airport security is about to get a little more streamlined thanks to a new partnership between Apple and the TSA. On Wednesday, two of this, uh, as we record this this week, uh, two organizations rolled out technology that allows some flyers to up- upload their state-issued ID to their Apple at Wild App. So that's why it's at Phoenix Airport because we just talked about this. Um, yeah. And and yeah. so so not only are you going to get your ID in here, you're going to have your TSA pre-check as part of your Wild as well. So this is. Uh, 
this this could accelerate things, but then again. So but, I mean, just already. to just to make things clear, this isn't like walking through a line no. and, and beating on people with your phone until you just, get past them. No, but I don't understand because oh. you could do this now, anyways. You could I I do this now at security as it is. You still need your driver's license right. or an ID, but other than that, you take your phone or your watch and you put it on their little pad, and it works with the wallet app and then the and the uh, uh, and the, the ticket in your app. So. Yeah, what's I can't a, see how it's going to make that much of a difference. What's going to be different? Just the fact that you have your... Well, they're saying here... What's different is that you won't have to pull out your physical right. ID. Right. So... you got to show them the ticket. And you're, so you're, no, you're going to no. have to just swipe well, between different on, apps. Well, the ticket's on your phone. So if it's on the same app... And I'll be honest with you, too. You know, having to go in and get my wallet sometimes when I'm going through security, when I have everything on my phone and watch, is a pain. Well too and you know uh, it's not because you got bags and you got oh, sure. things like there, that, another so, another caveat yeah. it mentions here in the article it says uh, to verify their identity users will also be required to take and upload a selfie as as an additional fraud prevention step it'll be user will be also prompted to complete a series of facial and head movements during the setup process on your iphone before you set it up so Gee, that, that sounds like well, fun. It's a yeah. well they're doing that with the customer you're doing global entry now. It does the same thing. Global entry is crazy. I don't know who's done that yeah. recently, but if you go through now with global entry, you don't even have to like. It, you walk up to the machine and says, "Hi, Warren," and like, how the hell? Like, how do you know? It literally looks at your face and it, it knows. It's scary. It says, "I'm sorry, Warren. I can't, can't back. do that. I can't yeah. let you back in America. Go back to where you came from." I I think the headline for that article should actually be. TSA allowing Arizona residents yeah. to use their iPhone to get through security at the Phoenix right. airport. Because that's all <laughs> this Arizona. is. All right. It's just Arizona. Let's go ahead and move on here. Uh, this story, Apple makes an, uh, Apple makes an, an extra $6.57 billion by no longer providing chargers and earphones with new iPhones. Apple has made, a, uh, made, made an estimated $6.57 billion by no longer providing these uh, devices in the iPhones. It was, by, of course, according to an analyst, so you kind of take it with a grain of salt here. Uh, and since 2020, Apple has charged uh, you know, 20 bucks for a new plug or headphones, earphones. And, of course, critics are there. Oh, you, you, that, that, that Apple isn't passing on the savings, so they believe that Apple is... Uh, uh, is is making big money for this, and I just find this hard to believe. Uh, don't you think, Jeff? Well, they're making stuff. Apple might be making big money from this, saving money. But Apple also doesn't uh, tell us what the bomb is for an iPhone, so we don't know what it's actually costing them. It may be that when they pull the chargers out and the and the earpods out, that. Uh, uh, that allowed them to keep the phones Hold at the, the same price yeah. they were instead of raising the price. I mean, we, we don't yeah. know. Well, and to keep their same margins kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Keep their same margins. And for people that don't know what bomb means, it's uh, uh, build materials. materials. Yeah. Yep. And frankly, you know, I mean, how many, how many millions of iPhones do they sell to, to sit there and say, well, just because Apple charges, $20 for a charger and X amount of dollars for earphones doesn't mean that by not including them, that they're making that amount of money. 
I mean, the, the cost of making earbuds is probably could be measured in pennies yeah. as compared to, you know, what it costs them to, to just go ahead and, and include it. I look looking at, at what I've gotten from Apple in the past, as far as chargers and, and ear pods and all the rest of that goes, I can't imagine it cost Apple more than, than $2 for those things. So, you know, they're not making, you know, six and a half billion dollars extra by not including them. That's a ridiculous yeah. number. I have like five un- unopened ones. I should sell them. Though. You, should. you should. You could make a lot of money off that base. Yeah. Yeah. Almost six point five billion. Yeah, that's why yeah, that didn't give any. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the topics this week. Beta this week. What's beta? There is no beta. No uh, I said, I, I put in the notes here, Warren is yes, really going through no withdrawal. Beta. There is no beta for, for a Mac. There's no beta for iOS. There's no beta for iPad OS or watch OS. What are you going to do, Warren? No beta. <laughs> I've never seen them go this long without no the next beta, version no of beta. <laughs> no, but no, usually, uh, usually would have been on Tuesday. They would have uh, released mm-hmm. the, usually or, or Wednesday. Usually what they do is they'll release it and then I, get all proud of myself by getting on the release software and I'm all happy and everything's good. And then they come out with the beta the next day. I'm like, Oh, well that lasted a day, but um, yeah, no, I'll, Tuesday, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Well, I'd, I'd be surprised. We'll they go two full yeah. weeks without, without having at least some sort of next version. Yeah. You beta, you beta, yeah. you bet. Yeah. If they go it's much longer, Warren's going to be on shows like <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need a beta fix. I need a beta fix. The funny Hold on, checking, is, checking, checking. My phone mm-hmm. is acting crappier than it does as normal. As normal, uh, it's actually running worse without the beta. My phone's been so used to having beta on it, it's, 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 it's uh, revolting against yeah. it. All right, let's uh, move on. And uh, not much else to say about beta, but maybe Warren will have something to talk about next week. You don't know. Well, there's nothing. Stay to say tuned. Yeah. Next week, maybe. Um, so let's talk about the iPhone SE a, little, uh, a bit. We've been talking about it for the last few weeks. It just, you know, it came out uh, uh, this year, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and um, today, let's go through the kind of the history of the SE. And I, and I know, um, Guy, you have the the iPhone SE. You have the the second gen. Not the third oh, gen. Oh, right. No, you have the yeah. – your wife oh, does. I'm wife sorry. Does. Yeah, that's right. You have the 13 now. Um, yeah. Uh, so – the SE came out in 2016, and that was a pretty pretty good phone. That, that was a real small, and for people who like the small size, I, I remember you. One. Yeah, the I remember you had gen. that one. And then the second gen was released in 2020. Uh, uh, added 4G, then mm-hmm. decent phone, but battery life was eh, not so great. But then they uh, came out with the third gen, uh, which was released in 2022. It's got 5G, which is uh, not not a not a big deal, but uh, uh, but it. Uh, a15 processor. Yeah, it's got the A15 processor and it's it's faster and uh you know it's got the uh the deep vision uh camera uh, so so it's um uh so that's a, a good thing as well. Uh so you, you got some uh good quality camera for for $429. I mean yeah, you don't have to spend the big dough on uh, on that uh, as well. Uh so uh in fact uh, as far as the the S the first gen SE I put an article here about 6 years later the first gen still runs the latest version of iOS. So it's been six years since that SE yep. came out. And it, w- I mean, and they're even saying it, it, that it is, it is still running pretty good for the most part, uh, considering its age. Better, better than the Apple watch. Yeah, probably the three. series three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so iOS 15 is running on that phone. I mean, I would probably venture to say when iOS 16 comes, I would bet to say this 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 might be long in the tooth and may go end of life. But probably. Um, but yeah. the 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 Deep Fusion uh, uh, camera, which is is is, is pretty generous considering like you said it's got the a15 processor and i think it's a decent it really is a decent iphone for entry level somebody who wants just a basic iphone and get in get into it yeah you're not going to spend the 150 200 for those really cheap cheapy uh android phones but you know if you want to get in the iphone ecosystem and have a new phone uh this is not a bad deal uh but it does have a, 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 a great camera, considering you know, not not as good as the iPhone 13, but um, you definitely get some a good value out of it. So um, they had been also talking about uh, battery life. Battery life is has uh, has been a little better than the SE uh, second gen because I had heard a lot of complaints about the battery life not being so great uh, uh, when it comes to that. Uh, but uh, also uh, the article here, I, I've. Uh, I found the insurance uh, on the fo- on the phone from uh, Allstate. They actually said that uh, they they say that the iPhone lives up to its durability. Uh, people have done drop tests, face down, back down, side down, and it's survived. Um, so they really you know did a good job of really making these this this iPhone uh, durable. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? I think I think if anybody were to ask me if they wanted just a good entry level iPhone, I would I would recommend it. Uh, uh, Jeff, I I wouldn't hesitate. Yeah. I think I think Same. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. I wouldn't. Oh, no, it's all it's all you guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the guy show. Um, the iPhone SE is 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 it's a great little phone. Like you know, I I had the first gen and the second gen, and my wife currently has the second gen, and and I have absolutely no complaints about the time that I used it. The screen was good. The the reception was good. The camera was good. Now, was it as as great as whatever the latest iPhone was at that point? No, but it was also less than half the cost. And even now, as compared to when it first came out, it's it's got a thirty dollar bump. That's it, a thirty dollar bump from from what it was before. And it's a great little phone. And if you don't want to spend nine hundred to God knows how much on an iPhone thirteen Pro Max, but then. Just go get an iPhone SE. It's a good phone. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. Yep. We're in it. Uh, uh, guy nailed it. Wait, hold on. I have to look at you. Okay. The way I can tell you apart <laughs> is one of you is the good looking one. Okay. Got it. Um, um, yeah. Guy nailed it. It's it's a great little phone. Yeah. And uh, and it's it, it's a product that a lot of people, I think, forget has a lot of value for Apple outside the United States because there's a lot of markets where uh, a less expensive iPhone is really important. So um, yeah, it's a great product and I wouldn't hesitate to recommend it to someone unless they said they needed the the latest, greatest, best cameras that they could get on a smartphone. And uh, then they're going to spend a lot more money. Yep. Sounds like Warren, you would not recommend it. I, I would not. I would tell him to go with like a, a regular twelve, which is probably around the same, close to the same price at this point. I've seen it on sale, um, or even a mini. Um, just 
the screen, uh, the screen is what would bother me. I think uh, mostly uh, of it. It's um, compared to the face ID screens um, are, uh, it's different and better. Well, um, a lot of people I, still like touch ID. No, it's not the touch. It's not the touch ID. It's the actual, the resolution. The screen resolution. The, screen, uh, the yeah, the, the um, 12 and the 13 use OLED, right? Pretty much at this point. Yeah, I think so. mm-hmm. while the the SE is still using um, LCD, LCD or whatever it is, and you know that to me that it's worth the money, yeah. but uh, it's also small, you know. Um, I think, but um, yeah, I don't know. As I we said before, Touch ID is handy in these times, but um, I think Apple finally got to the point now where Face ID works well in in all situations whether you have a mask or a watch or or whatever you need to do um for it so yeah but yeah i mean it's not a terrible i wouldn't yell at somebody oh no maybe a little (laughs) bit (laughs) (laughs) how how could you buy that up them behind their back It's some follow them down the street do i know you do i even i would never got one guy guy when you bought that sc we were last the last one you bought we were kind of laughing behind your back I didn't uh, care. I it was know. a great phone. Yeah, I fun. loved it. We know. We're all right. It's fine. Let's, yeah, they're they're all fine. It's better than any Android phone. Let's uh, so. let's move on to the next topic. This uh, t- story actually was released today as we re- as we record this. Apple is working on a sub- hardware subscription service for iPhones. This is from Mark Gurman from Bloomberg. I think of uh, you know a pretty solid. Uh, you could trust what he has to say for a lot of his stuff. Um, and he's saying that uh, Apple is working on a subscription service for iPhone and other hardware products, a move that could make device ownership similar to paying a monthly app fee, according to people with knowledge of the matter. So he's got he's got his insiders. Um, the service would be the Apple's biggest push yet into the aut- uh, automatically re- recurring sales, allowing users to subscribe to hardware for the first time rather than just digital services. But of course, the project's still in development. We're going to be see because I was wondering why I was looking at the stock today, and the stock like went way up today. It's like one hundred seventy four dollars a share. It was like down to one sixty last week because the the stock market's been tanking lately. Uh, so this this is a this this kind of a, uh, was was the kind of driving this, and of course they show you know what the iPhone accounts for, and most which of course is over over fifty percent, fifty two and a half percent of. Apple sales are from iPhone. Um, of course, Apple declined to comment on on all this. But uh, Jeff, you were you were talking. You, you said this earlier. I mean, I think this is I, I think this is kind of a interesting concept. To see if they would were to actually uh, do this. Uh, you know, for someone who wants to just kind of pay for a subscription for a phone and be able to turn it in at a set time instead of buying it like we do now with the trade in program. Well, okay. So if you look at what Apple's doing with their iPhone up-to-date trade-in program today, surprise, you're already on a subscription plan for your hardware because that's what that is. The, The difference here is they would be changing administratively how they, they handle and process that. And, uh, and then, as Mark Gurman is claiming, then they would start adding an additional hardware product. So, you know, Max. maybe you get a subscri- subscription for Mac mini or MacBook pro, or whatever. Um, it, 
it seems like a reasonable business move, especially for products that that uh, people want to always have the latest and greatest. And uh, an iPhone's definitely fallen that. If you are someone that's in a uh, a business where you need to have the latest hardware to uh, to be able to do your job well, okay, there's already companies that are doing leasing programs. Right for the hardware. So why shouldn't Apple be getting in on that too? Absolutely. Oh, Warren, you're one that would always buy your iPhone outright, right? You don't generally would would be on like a trading program like I am. Um, what would you think of this type of service if, it, if Apple were to offer it? It comes down to math, right? So we, we've done this before. We've done the math um, before on buying outright versus trading and I think it comes out to almost the same at this point because uh, usually I could sell my phone for and Apple's trading program has gotten actually more generous than it had right. been uh, for a lot of products. Actually, I just um, my Mac, uh, when I thought maybe I was going to buy the, the, the studio, the Mac studio, my Mac mini was actually getting more money than like the online sites on Apple. So they're doing, they're doing some things there to try to get trading a little bit better too. But yeah, it comes down to math. So like, you know, if I, if I, if I could get, have the latest phone cheaper than, than I can now by doing this, then sure. Why not? I mean, yeah. You know, is it going to be like a, like a rental car, like, or a car you lease where, you know, you can return it and they're going to like charge you for like, you know, damage, you know, like slightly dings and damages to it. I don't know. Um, never really been a problem for me with the cases and all that, but, um, you know, maybe for, I don't know if, again, it comes down to math. So if it's cheaper then yeah. And, and, and if I could do it for a year and it's a monthly price, you know, um, for the year it comes out to be a good price. I wonder like if you could just pay outright for the year, uh, on a monthly, uh, for the yeah. monthly, you know, thing and forget about it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, like Jeff said, I don't think it's anything really different than what they're right. doing now, anyways, with the phones. Uh, and and as far as the hardware goes, um, you know, it, it's, it comes down to math. If if I could sell a MacBook for more than what I would have, you know, and, and put it towards a new one, and that works out to be enough money, you know, more than you know, I would make going. The rental route, then we'll go that way. So, knowing Apple, it's going to be expensive and it's going to be, you know, silly, and you know, it's probably going to be geared towards businesses. Right. I'm guessing. Would this be something you'd explore, guy? Probably not. I usually keep my phones for two to three years, so you know, I can't see. And plus, honestly, the whole you know, unless you have a real need to get a new phone every year, I, I to me, it just seems a little wasteful, but. What about you know, a microphone that, that, like yeah, program? No, microphones are life. No, yeah, that's you a lifetime microphones? commitment. Yes. Mm. Microphones, that's a whole other story. Multiple microphones. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah, guy. Not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. <clears throat> yeah, uh, a program like this doesn't make sense for you because right. you keep your phone more than a year. And uh, um, yeah, like I was saying earlier, I think the only place a program like this would make sense fitting in with what Warren saying, run the numbers is if you have uh, for, for whatever reason, the need to, to 
upgrade and replace hardware every year. I mean, that that's why companies lease their hardware. It's because every 18 months or whatever the cycle is, they're swapping it all out. And it's someone else's problem to deal with what's now the, the old hardware. Right. Well, I think it's going to be interesting. Obviously, uh, investors liked it because the stock price went way up uh, after this was announced. Uh, well, actually, after this was mentioned in the in the press, I, Apple didn't announce anything, but uh, it should be interesting. Well, so I, 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 I'm, I'll be intrigued how the plan works. That's the only thing is we don't know the details, how, how the plan's going to be, what it's going to cost, how it's going to be implemented, all that fun stuff. So, uh, well, well I mean, this is all coming from the right. so. Well, yep, it's, uh, well, Mark Ehrman, he's got some reliable sources usually. And again, we are, we are talking rumor here, so it's, it's not, you know, something that's been officially announced by Apple. So, uh, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Um, and a couple story, I had a couple of tidbits here about CarPlay. I don't talk about CarPlay too often. Um, uh, this uh, one article I found in uh, uh, in Make Use of uh, actually has a, a cool list of what uh, car manufacturers actually offer Apple CarPlay. Uh, most car manufacturers these days are offering it, and they actually have a, good, a pretty long, comprehensive list in here. Uh, they're 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 ranking some of the cars like Audi and BMW, of course, and Chevy. Hyundai, Hyundai, and Lexus, and not Tesla, Ford, uh, Mercedes Benz, uh, and uh, others. But there, there's a whole long list, and actually, I, I like this little list because it actually tells you if you ever in the market for a car, if any, if anything, you know, since whatever year the one of those manufacturers uh, started uh, installing uh, CarPlay, you can go and do that, and and buy don't buy a car anything older than that particular year. And it looks like on average it's about 2017. 2018 is when most manufacturers these days most these days uh, ha- have it. Do you have it in your car? Uh, you have it in your car, right, uh, um, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I bought, I, you know, I have a 2016 Kia. Oh, yeah, Kia's had it since 2014. One so. of those. Yeah. So I, my 20, and I, I would not have bought the car that I bought if it didn't have CarPlay. That was like one of the, the, the big things when I turned in my, uh, my Ford flex, it was like, I want a small car and it's going to have CarPlay. If it doesn't have CarPlay, don't even try right. to sell it to me. I love Oh, CarPlay. I do too. And I've been very happy with it. I've had my car a year since I've had it and I won't, I can't go back now. Uh, Jeff, you don't, and you don't, nope. you don't have because it. Because right? car manufacturers do not know how to make car no, they stereos. They this suck is at true. It. Um, I do not have CarPlay, and I keep talking about replacing the head unit in my yeah. Prius with uh, with a CarPlay unit. And I have a uh, a 2013 Prius, so I don't have that right. that funky flat panel thing that's already in there. Which uh, um, de- there's like one year where that flat panel was in where it didn't have CarPlay, and for those people, that just sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I go to Crutchfield. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, go to Crutchfield, pick out the the CarPlay head unit that has all the features you want, and then buy the harness kit for your yep. car, yes. so that you don't have to sit there and splice wires together and figure out how to get your your steering wheel buttons to keep working and your your backup camera to work. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If you're driving a 1915 Hudson, no. don't no. bother. Although that would be kind of cool. That would be. see something <laughs> that 
that uh, advanced of, of many was that almost a hundred years plus hundred years whatever it is. Uh, but I but Warren yeah. never Tesla. I just don't see Tesla ever adopting CarPlay. No, no, that's a major brain surgery on the on the Tesla to do that. Um, my my son's uh, Equinox has it, and I took it in to get a. Uh, um an oil change while he's at college and yeah it's great i mean it's it's really it's fun you plug it in and you know um those things i really like that mine doesn't do which is uh it has um home the home app kind of integrates with it so i could kind of control some home devices like my garage from it Mm -hmm. which is great um so and there's you know just neat things that pop in here and there that it does so um yeah, I mean, again, Tesla's system's pretty good too. So, I mean, it's it's. I'm not crying over it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they have they have actually very very good reasons why. Yeah, we they, talked. They about don't this, offer yeah. CarPlay. You, there's limited things you could do with it as far as uh, as far as it goes because navigation's so tied into right. the system. But yeah, I mean, it's it. The one thing I really use all the time on my tesla that carplay does on its own is um you know you could look up an address on your phone and then plug it in into your carplay and and now you have the map up and ready to go on the way out the door which is great tesla has uh it works with the share too so if i open up apple maps and i put an address in there you get the button there's a share button you can share different apps and you can share it to a tesla app and it'll send it to my navigation system so it's waiting for me there yeah. too so that's that's sort of that's a that's kind of what i really liked about carplay and, and my tesla sort of does it that way too yep. so yeah i mean it, there's i have nothing bad to say about CarPlay. Yeah. I would, oh, you know, it, I, it is great it um mm-hmm. and then let's move on to another topic here uh Apple actually responded to battery life issues on iOS 15.4. I was I was shocked. They actually used Twitter because they, they are pretty active on Twitter using uh, Apple uh, support. Um, and uh, they actually did respond to somebody who's saying, oh, my battery has been draining fast after the install. And then Apple came, came back and says, thanks for reaching out. We'll be happy to help, like they always say. But uh, it's normally it's normal for your apps and features to need to adjust up to forty eight hours after an update. I have never heard them say that before. But if you if you have more problems, reach Same. out and we'll t- we'll see what we can do to help you. That that's always been true. I mean that's that's always true. After every update of iOS and even Mac OS, the 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 battery and the processor goes crazy while it indexes. It, it's always been like that uh, until it finishes yeah. the index. So, I think I just that, that do, do you agree with that? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it makes sense because it's it's got to basically once you get a major update like that, it, it's shuffling stuff around, and, and depending on how many apps you have and and whatever other content you may have on your phone, it's going to take a little time and it's going to use more battery life in the meantime. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, one, I wanted to uh, give one uh, thing that was discovered since iOS 15.4 has come out. And I, I, I did know about this feature, but um, this is interesting. And then Apple has a, uh, a video on their support page on YouTube, uh, how to scan text into notes. Um, and, it is so cool uh, the fact that you can just open up the notes app, press uh, the text scan, and it will just 
immediately scan all that written text uh, right into the note and uh, convert it. I mean, I I think this is probably even more improved than I've ever seen since they added live text as a feature um, in in uh, in notes, uh, and it just makes me want. I already use notes so much, and I'm sure most of us here do. Um, that I want to use it even more because it's just so so convenient and so uh, easy to use with this kind of stuff. Have you tried that, Jeff? I I didn't I hadn't realized how much they've improved it. I I am not a Notes okay. user. Oh really? At okay. All. I I use it to test a new feature when Apple announces it, and then never go back. I I, I use Notability okay. instead. Um, so, uh, I. What I want, and it's probably there, and I just didn't realize it, is uh, handwriting recognition scanning um, in Notability. Yeah. So I know I, I'm yeah. totally a Notes app snob. Right. And but uh, what's great is it just tap the camera within a, in a brand new note, scan text, and it's going to give you the option. Uh, guy in the do you do you use do you not use Notes app? Do you not or? No, I do use Notes app. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know about that feature. I it, just tried it. It is it's really cool. cool. So it and it works really well. So, yeah. I mean, they've pretty much Sherlocked any of these live text apps that, that were out there. I might as well just delete whatever I have on my iPhone now for what I, when I think I paid for a while back. Do you, do you use this? There's no way it's going to understand my handwriting. I got to test it. I don't even understand yeah. what I wrote. There's no way Apple's going to figure You must be a doctor. Um, so check out that. Check out that feature. We have a link in the show notes uh, with uh, that article uh, about this. So got a, a tip and two app updates. Uh, this tip here, this is actually uh, how do you get four terabytes of iCloud storage using app, the Apple One bundle? Um, if, you, uh, if you're a power user, you need more, more data because sometimes families have a lot of data. Two terabytes may not be enough. I find it hard to believe sometimes. But uh, uh, what you can do is you actually subscribe to the Apple One bundle, which I do, and I believe Warren does as well. If you think a few of us do, uh, and uh, and then what you do is you go into the storage plan, and then you add the additional two terabytes for for another ten dollars a month. So we'll bring your plan up to thirty nine ninety four a month, um, and then you will have a total of four terabytes of data. I don't know if you need that much, but you know there are families out there that have thousands upon thousands of photos, and it eats up uh, your storage pretty quickly. So, but I think two terabytes from my family has been okay. Do you, do you have the, do all you guys have the two terabyte plan? It's part of your, as yes, part of your bundle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's worth it. So how much do you, do you want to, should we all take a check or how, how much we're using? I'm about to, with all the family. It's part of it. I'm probably at about half 50%. Yeah. Mine's loading now. my, Verification. See, my phone is like broken with the the the, the real version mm. of this, but betas. Yeah. It's all that beta. Um, two app updates I wanted to mention: uh, VLC, which is a great, awesome media player across all platforms, and the Mac and, and iOS and iPad OS. Um, they added, uh, and for Apple TV as well, they added a, a revamped video player, dark mode, uh, and some other new features uh, that. Uh, also allows, allowing to be able to support NFS and SFTP network shares. So you can even go even more with sharing of videos over a network, which is awesome. I mean, I think VLC being the open source it is allows you to really do a uh, do a great thing and then fix some bugs. Uh, but uh, check it out, VLC for iOS, and it's also available for iPadOS and for Apple TV as well. 
You guys, I assume you guys use that. That's a, I think it's a great app. It really is. Yeah, it's a super handy yeah. app. Um, and then lastly, I wanted to talk a little bit about Shazam. Apple has continues to enhance Shazam's features for uh, checking uh, for music. Uh, what they've done is they've added an, an upgrade with new concert and tour info. And what it does is it uh, uh, what it includes is uh, the, the the capabilities of being able to look for any tour info and for concerts uh, that are coming up on a particular artist. Uh, so you, you even have that in there. It's called uh, uh, it's actually a new feature. They're calling it the Secret Sauce. is uh, uh, It's in partnership with Bands in Town, a platform like Eventbrite, expressly for discovering live music events. Nothing special you have to do to make it work. It's just simply search for a song if you would, and then Shazam will listen to it, and then you'll see a list of relevant information for tour dates, tickets, all that fun stuff. As long as it isn't Ticketmaster. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're, 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 still, still, they're still there. So, uh, But, uh, that, yep, that was the last tip here, and uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up for this week. That was a great, great show. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchwithios. Support the show. Buy me a coffee at intouchwithios.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe so you are notified when we are live streaming on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash daveg65. You can also watch past shows and listen to the past shows. Visit In Touch With iOS magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics we discussed, in fact, most of the articles we talked about today are flipped into that, and you can check that out for all the articles that we talked about this past week and, and many other weeks. Uh, you can also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others, but better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks, Jeff Gamut, for being here. Where can people find you? Oh, thanks for having me back yet again. Uh, people can find me on Twitter and Instagram, jgamut on both. YouTube.com slash jgamut for my videos. Um, here on most Thursday evenings now with you yep. and Warren. And uh, most Tuesday evenings with uh, Chuck Joyner on Mac Voices Live. Um Brian Chaffin and I, we have teamed back up again, and uh, we have taken over Apple Context Machine and turned it into our own thing. So it's now the Context Machine. So uh, we have a new episode that will be coming out um, within hours, within a day, soon, very, very soon. Great. Thanks again. Uh, and Guy Cyril, glad you were here. Uh, tell hey. us so everybody can find you. Thanks. It was nice to be had. Uh, you can find me most weekends. Uh, I do the MyMac.com podcast with Gaz. Over on the Twitters, you can find me. I am Mac Parrot and Vert Shark. You can also find all of the odds and all of the vids that I do over on VertShark.com. And if you go on over to the YouTube channel, just look up Vert Shark and then like, share, subscribe. Do all those things that you want to do. Uh, what else? I think, uh, oh, there's Guy's Daily Drive where I drive in a car and talk and record live which is really weird but uh yeah thanks for yeah, having me thanks for being here and uh warren sklar thanks for being here where can people find you um you can send me a animated gif on twitter you'll you never see it to do that. i'll never see it <laughs> right um do you even have the twitter he does. handle at all i think i do if he ever goes into yeah, his account he sees how many times yeah. i 
I put, I share his name. <laughs> Warren, where the hell are yeah. you? Doesn't so even you, follow me either. <laughs> I don't follow anybody. I, once in a while, I'll, I'll see a link and somebody puts a Twitter. I, some, you know, I'm, somebody will put a Twitter link and I have a Twitter account so I can see the link the what they're talking about. And then I, I feel dirty opening up Twitter <laughs> at the points. But anyhow, um, it was nice to, to see Guy and, and Jeff uh, underpants again. Um, not to be confused with the other Jeff. Uh, Back to the future. Back to the future. It's a lot easier when you have one Jeff, by the way. It is. It is. Very much so. It is. All right. Thanks so much. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll talk again soon.